Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio.
thanking God right now for the opportunity to minister to you. And if anyone would like to call in to share their testimony, the call-in number is 347-945-7871. God bless. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And as you know, on this show, we read scripture, we share our testimony, we testify the goodness of God in our life. You know, we, we share a song, a thought, a you know, ideas, experiences, anything that we know that only Father God, Jesus Christ, who is Lord and Savior of our life, could have done for us. Not by power might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And when the Holy Spirit is rest ruling and residing in us, great and wondrous things can begin to happen. Because Jesus even said, greater works than these shall you do, shall we do, as we believe. It's for those who believe, for the the believers, the seekers, and the saints who truly believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, that he died, resurrected, and ascended, and seated at the right hand of the Father, and that he will even come again. You know, And by us believing, we have eternal life in him. And every day, God gives us a testimony. Why, the testimony of just knowing Christ, the testimony of coming to Christ, the testimony of waking up every day in spite of all that's going on around us, that alone is a testimony. And we just thank God in this hour, and we are going to read. You know, we're going to turn with me, and we're going to go to John. And in John, we're going to go to John chapter 3. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we are going to read it. And it says in John chapter 3, we're going to go verse 2. Okay, we can start at 1. It says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, Verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We seek that we do know and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I had told you earthly things, and ye believe not, 
How shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of which is Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doth, but he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you for that word. And we are reading in John 3, all the verses up until 21, we read in John 3. And we're going to continue, and we're going to move forward in John 3, and we're going to read here. We're going to go right to verse 31. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And what he hath seen and heard that he testifieth, and no man receiveth his testimony. He that hath received his testimony hath set to his seal that God is true. Let's read that again. And that's verse 33. He that hath received his testimony hath set to his seal that God is true. But he whom God hath sent speaketh the words of God. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loveth the Son, and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. And we were reading John, that was chapter 3. 
and I was reading from verse 33 to verse 36. And I just wanted to touch on that with you, even in this hour, that it's important that we continue to believe, believe in Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, yesterday, today, and forevermore. Same God, same love, same power, you know, and even though we're in a new beginning, the new beginning is for you to begin to renew your mind. Begin, you having the opportunity now. God is a God of grace. God is a God of abundance. God is a God of love, you know, and God is a God of new beginnings. And on this day, even, we are to begin to renew our minds and to begin anew on that path of righteousness, that path of love, that path of truth, the path of light, which is in Christ Jesus. And God's love and grace and his mercy endures even in this hour, giving us the opportunity to repent, to come unto him, to seek his faith, to believe in him, to do his will, to pray, to serve, and to live more abundantly in Christ Jesus. Because living in Christ, there is no lack. There's no lack. God is a God of abundance. And Jesus came so that we would have life and have it more abundantly. So therefore, there's no lack. There's no lack. There's no lack of anything on this earth. There's only a lack in your mind. There's only a lack in your consciousness because you have not renewed it into the truth of who God is in you because God doesn't create lack and God doesn't make mistakes, you know. His ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. God is above all. So as we begin to renew our mind, we will begin to see the abundance of God in the earth and we'll begin to live life more abundantly knowing that the wealth, is within us, and that the mind of Christ, by it being renewed, we will begin to obtain the wealth and create the wealth around us and begin to see the wealth. We'll be able to see the forest before the tree, you know, and the symbols in the earth let us know that the manifestation of God's loving mercy and grace and the inhabitation of the earth lets us know that our God is an abundant God. There's no lack. There's no drought. Look at the earth. There's more water on the earth than there's land. So even that lets you know that God already set that in place. You know, so there's only a drought in our thinking. You know, God is a God of resources, and we are supposed to look to the source. Look to the source. Look to the hills from which cometh our help, which is in Christ Jesus. And as we begin to look to the source, which is Christ, we will begin to be able to allow God's preserving and conserving, manifesting power to begin to take place in our life, and we will see. We will see the abundance. You know, when Jesus was teaching, and at that time when he was teaching, they ran out of food. He had 5,000 people following him on a particular day, and they ran out of food. As a matter of fact, they didn't even have any food. There was only one boy there that had five loaves and two fishes, you know. And Jesus took the five loaves and two fishes and gave thanks. And we're called to give thanks in this hour for what we have and not what we don't have because we're not supposed to ever see lack. We're supposed to see abundance in everything because God is an abundant God. And he lifted it up. He gave thanks and lifted it up to the Father. He gave thanks to it, to the Father in heaven, lifted it up. And you know that 
the bread multiplied. The bread and the fish multiplied. And there was enough to feed 5,000 plus because afterwards there was 12 baskets left over. So that means it was more than enough. God is a God of more than enough. God rewards exponentially. God gives big. God gives big. God is an abundant God. So we, we need to renew our minds in this hour and know that there's more than enough of any and everything that we possibly need to live. There's more than enough of any and everything we need to live. There's no lack. There's no lack. The only lack is in your mind, and that comes from sin. Because when you feel that there's lack, you're actually in sin because you're not moving in the truth of who God is, trusted in God, and knowing that he's going to let us not just survive, but we'll thrive. So, but where sin is, guess what? Grace abounds. Where more sin is, even more grace abounds. Thank you, God. You know, so even in that, God's grace is sufficient. So even where there's lack in your mind, which creates sin, where sin is, grace even abounds. And God says that his grace is sufficient, even in that hour, to make us get through the day or whatever we need to get through. God's grace, God's saving grace is sufficient. You know, God had all this laid out and in place before we walked the earth, and he formed us before we knew ourselves. He knew us. You know, so God is in control. So if it's lack, it's only lack in your mind and lack in your, in the, in your sins because of your sins, because of your disbelief, because disbelieving in Christ Jesus is a sin. So as we begin to believe that Jesus came so that we would have life and have life more abundantly and we begin to turn from our wicked ways and begin to call on the name of Jesus, you know, and begin to seek him in prayer and praise and worship, God is going to reveal his hand in a great and mighty way. God is going to reveal his hand in a great and mighty way. He's already and always revealing the truth of who he is. Our God is an abundant God. There's, so don't don't bite the distractions and don't believe that there's a lack. The only lack is the sin. The sin is what creates the lack, and the lack from the sin is created in your mind. You know, when you're in sin, you see lack because you moved away from the truth of who you are in Christ Jesus. Because when you move away from the truth of who you are in Christ Jesus, you're moving away from Christ who came that we would have life more abundantly, more than enough. There's more than enough. So we thank God even in this hour that we are going to begin to renew our minds on this day of new beginnings, new beginnings, and it's going to be a complete turnaround. We're going to move forward in our creativity, in our trust, in our love, moving in the fruits of the Spirit, you know, and just putting on the full arm of God, if need be, repent, if need be, forgive, we need forgiveness needs, but walking in love and everything, begin to do it in love. God said, gave two commandments, and the two were, love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul, and love thy neighbor as thyself. Those were the two commandments. We can't move forward without doing that. And as we begin to move in love, we are, lack is going to begin to diminish because with love, 
in God, all things are possible because he's called us to move in that in this hour and then to produce the fruit of the Spirit. You know, the fruits of the Spirit are going to get us to bring forth the healing that is needed in this hour, the healing in our minds, the healing in our relationships, the healing in our finances, the healing in our community, the healing in our churches, the healing in the world, the healing in the elements, so that even the elements will begin to line up with the word of God and not otherness. You know, it's going to bring healing in every arena, in every realm, on every level, in every plane, you know, with every thought being captive and being lined up with the word of God. So that means we'll be casting down the false imagination that would exalt itself against the word of God. And we'll begin to believe the truth of who we are and we'll begin to walk into the liberty of God where there's no condemnation, but there's life, there's liberty, and there's love. There's an abundance of it all. And our perception and our perspective will begin to change and creativity will begin to abound because when you worry and when you doubt and when you see lack, you create a blockage. And the blockage is you're not able to flow in the innovation and the creativity and the intelligence and the love and the light and the truth of who you really are as sons of God, which is man and women, sons of God. It creates a blockage when you see lack. It creates a blockage when you worry. It creates a blockage when you have doubt. It creates a blockage when you don't love. It creates a blockage when you don't forgive. We're called to forgive. And so to release that blockage, we begin to love. And how do, what are the steps towards love? Giving. Giving. Just continuously giving until we realize how much we're living because we're giving and because we're giving, we're loving. And because we're loving, we are healing. We're healing. We're healing ourselves, and we're healing our family, and we're healing our world and our community. And then we're healing our society and our country. And then it's a ripple effect. It continuously ripples on out. So it's called giving. We live because we give. We love through our giving, whatever it may be. We give, you know, and we operate in the fruits of the Spirit. Well, what are the fruits of the Spirit? You know, it consists of several things, but it's a fruit. It's a fruit. And the fruit of the Spirit is love. So what we do, we do in love. We do it in joy. We do it in peace. We do it in long-suffering, with gentleness, goodness, and we do it in faith. We do it with meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And that is required. That is the fruit of the spirit that we do it in. You know, that's what we do it in. And as we do that, we begin to walk as sons of God in this earth realm, you know. And God said, you know, as it is in heaven, so it will be in earth. And we'll begin to line up with the heavenly thoughts and it will manifest in the earth because it's going to do that anyway. It's going to do that anyway. But we need to line up with the word of God 
And as we begin to line up with the word of God in abundance and truth and in liberty and love, things in our circumstances are going to begin to change. Our world is going to be changed. And remember, it has nothing to do with the effects of things because things does not determine your relationship or the outcome of things. It's your thought. It's your thought. It's your thoughts. That's what we call the renewal mind, and we got the opportunity today. This is a day of new beginnings. So, like, begin to even write down those ideas that you've had. Write them down and begin to move in it. Look, if you haven't, you should have already written them down, but if you haven't written them down, write them down and begin to take hold of it. Take reign of it and move forward in it. Be and become that. And then you'll begin to see that there's no lack. There is no real lack. There's no lack. Because the is not a God of lack. Without God, we thrive. We're not just surviving, we're thriving because we have a living, mighty, powerful God. And to God be the glory. So train yourself to give love. If you don't know, you train yourself. You practice it. So you don't know how to do it, you do it by giving. And you do it by forgiving. Just giving. Find something, someone, you know, to give to, you know, and, and, and show that love, you know, show that love and be lovely, you know, be lovely. And that will start the healing process. And your healing, your healing hands will begin to start at work. Your healing hands start from giving. That's where healing begins, from giving, you know, because you're, you're loving, you know, and so it starts in your hand. What is in your hand? What is it? Look what's in your hand. You have hands, and there's something in your hand that is a healer. Your hands are healing hands, you know. And as you continue to continuously give, you your light will begin to shine, and you will be able to heal. You will begin to heal. You will be a healer. You will be a healer. We're all healers, you know. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So the healing hands will begin to be at work in you, and then light will begin to flow from you, you know, because love heals. Love heals. Perfect love casteth out all fear. Perfect love casteth out all fear. So, uh, you know, some say, well, I thought hate was the opposite of fear. No. You know, I thought hate was the opposite of love. No. The opposite of love is fear. You know why? Because God said it. Perfect love casteth out all fear. So when there's no fear, there's perfect love. And fear and lack and doubt is all sin. It's not of God, because God doesn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So begin to cast out those false imaginations that would exalt itself against the word of God and begin to let the light of Christ shine in you and let it start through your giving, wherever you're at, however you're living. Do not be lacked. Just be abundant. Jesus came so that we would have life 
and have it more abundantly. To God be the glory, and I thank you for listening in to the testimony show. And if you want to share your testimony, you can call in later on. I'll have another show on in the next segment later on in a couple of hours, and you can share your testimony. Much love. I love you much. And remember, the greatest love of all is Jesus Christ. God bless. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.